0: Good morning. My name is Jay Rosenthal. I'm the Managing Director of Business of Cannabis. Welcome to the Cannabis Daily Show for Thursday, March 17th, 2020. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Since 2017, we've highlighted the companies, brands, people and trends driving the cannabis industry, and that's what we look to do here every day. And we'd love to hear from you in the comments below, and always feel free to visit us at businessofcannabis.com, as well as through all of our social channels, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please do subscribe to our channel. A couple of updates. On March 30th, we'll be online for our monthly retail series presented by Leafly and Vitrina Group. We'll be talking about how to prepare your store for the Four Twenty holiday. September 2022 will be in New York for Business of Cannabis New York. We encourage you to visit the website. All the details are below. Learn more about the event. Sign up. Be a sponsor. Apply to be a speaker. Apply to be, uh, just get a ticket. Uh, that's all in the information below. For today's stories, Beto Work talks Republicans in Texas. Duchy's key donation to the cause. Illinois is moving forward on social equity finally. And can you trust me now at CanTrust? For our first story, Beto O'Rourke says Texas legalization is possible because Republicans get high too. At a South by Southwest panel in Austin, Texas, governor, gubernatorial hopeful Beto O'Rourke reiterated his commitment to legalizing cannabis and that the strong Republican force in the state won't get in the way. This, according to Benzinga, I'll let you in on a secret, he said, Republicans like to get high just as much as Democrats. I don't know if that's true, but good good on you, Beto O'Rourke. But it'll be far from easy because, in the story, it notes that conservative powerhouse Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick is a powerful force in the state Senate and has said he would prevent cannabis reform, and that's even if O'Rourke wins. But Governor uh, Greg Abbott, who is the Texas governor now, is Republican, has served two terms already and raised $65 million for a campaign. O'Rourke has been badly outraised and with only $7.2 million in the bank. For our second story, Bend, Oregon-based cannabis tech platform, Dutchie, donated an initial $100,000 uh, and has committed to matching donations up to a $1 million to The Last Prisoner Project. This is in the Bend Bulletin, a newspaper that I know many of you get on your doorsteps. The Last Prisoner Project, for those that don't know, is a nonprofit working to help those with cannabis convictions through record expungement and release, and will use the funds to assist 400 Americans who have been released for nonviolent cannabis offenses. Uh, uh, Ross Lipson, the co-founder of Dutchie and the CEO, said we cannot erase past injustices that people and communities have experienced as a result of decades of failed cannabis policy. But we can work to bring restitution to those who have been harmed by supporting their release and incarceration and giving them a new lease on life. For our third story, in an effort to make retail landscape more equitable in Illinois, the state will now ask cannabis retail applicants to fill out a basic online form and pay just a $250 fee, rather than hundreds of detailed pages of paperwork requiring expectives, expensive consultants and property leases. This isn't a story in the Chicago Tribune. Importantly, anyone applying will also have to qualify a social equity applicant, meaning... The majority owner must live in a high poverty neighborhood or an area with high interest rates for cannabis, uh, high arrest rates, sorry, for cannabis offenses, or they could have been arrested for a low level cannabis offense. For our fourth and final story, two years after being caught growing cannabis in unlicensed cultivation rooms, Ontario, Canada-based CanTrust has now exited creditor protection and with the help of a subsidiary of Netherlands-based Kenzall BV, which provided $5.5 million of secured credit facility and invested another $11 million plus, for 90% equity interest in the subsidiary of CanTrust equity, this according to Bloomberg. CanTrust, which will now hold on to the other 10% of its common shares, plans to change its name. Sounds like a good idea. Quote, this marks the end of a one, a, a lo- end of one long journey and the beginning of a new exciting era for CanTrust, that according to current CanTrust CEO, Greg Gouillet. Those are the stories we're watching today. Join 10,000 others and catch all of these stories in your inbox every day at 7 a.m. with our Cannabis Daily Newsletter. And for those that are keeping track, this was episode 49 of the Cannabis Daily Show. Thank you for joining us here on YouTube or wherever you got the program. And please smash the subscribe button. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow.